Good morning. How are we doing? All right. It is good to see uh, see some new faces and some not so new faces. And today, hey Chance. By the way, if the if the wind gets too much, I might switch back to one of those. Now. We're starting a new series here at Connection Point Church, but if you uh, are new to our church, I want to let you know that this is kind of unusual because we don't get to see each other every week, which is unusual for a church. But like many other things, for the last year, we have been uh, online primarily, and so next week we'll be online as well. But we are back here on Mother's Day in the park. We would love for you to be here at 1030 on Mother's Day. Now today, we're starting a new series, and the series is called Called Out, okay? called out. Have you ever been called out? Now, I was in college. I was in a uh, a fraternity, and there was something that would happen whenever a few guys got together. If there was a circle of guys, it didn't matter if it was in a restaurant, if it was in a campground, or if it was in a living room watching a ball game, if you were in a group of guys, you could get called out, and that meant you had to drop whatever you were doing, and you had to write there, WWE straight. First one to get pinned would have to have that loser badge um, on them. And so I thought, you know what would be cool on Easter is if I just called somebody out and we went back there and just wrestled. And then I, I took and I looked at some of y'all and I thought, ah, might be, might not be a good idea for me. But we're not going to do that this week, but stay tuned for next week. Maybe, maybe that's all I can see. Now, I want to talk to you about uh, today about three people that were called out. Specifically, three people that were called out of the grave. I want to talk about three resurrections that we know of, okay? The first one happened when a friend of Jesus was walking, or was dead, and Jesus was walking four days away. It took him four days, he gets to the grave of his friend Lazarus. Now, I don't know what problems you are facing, but Lazarus had pretty much the worst problems you could think of. He was dead. He was in the grave. Everything that could have happened has pretty much overtaken him. And this is the story of Jesus coming up to the tomb of Lazarus. Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and his feet bound with linen strips, his face wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, untie him, unbind him and let him go. I love the fact that Jesus not only calls Lazarus out of the grave, but then he also says, you can't dress like you're in the grave. You've got to take off those grave clothes as well, because you are now going to walk around as if you are a resurrected man, as if you are a new man. Now, you would think the, the life of Lazarus then, he probably went on to retire, write some books, right, and just enjoy his resurrection. That's not quite how it goes for Lazarus, okay? Now, Lazarus, it's true, he had a new life. He, had, he was able to breathe a new life. He was able to walk around, and, and he, he saw things that he thought, surely thought, were dead and gone, and he was able to experience those. But the truth is, Lazarus walked in to, to some would say, even more trouble. You see, in John chapter 12, we see this. It says, The large crowd of Jews that learned Jesus was there, they came not only on account of of him, of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well. Because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. 
You see, Lazarus wasn't raised to a, to a life of retirement and comfort. Lazarus was raised to a life where everyone who met him now had to know, man, that man was raised by Jesus. In fact, his entire life for the rest of it, he would have a price on his head because he had been raised to life by Jesus. What I want you to hear with this first story is to follow Jesus is to be Lazarus. To follow Jesus is not a life that has been resurrected to comfort and to ease. To follow Jesus is to, to encounter a new life, a resurrected life, to where everyone who meets you now has to make a decision. Do they really want to be around you? Do they really want to be around somebody who has been raised to a new life, to where you, they can't deny that something happened in your life? You know, when I think about Lazarus, I think about about how his countenance must have been. When I sit with my kids at the dinner table, one of the things I like to ask them is, I don't ask them how their day was because I'll get good, fine. Instead, I ask them, what was the best part of your day? And usually they'll give me one thing that they really enjoyed that happened well. I, I bet if you ask Lazarus, especially on that day, but every day after, I bet you he had a good answer. I bet you his answer was, hey, I had a great day today because I was raised from the dead by Jesus. And even months after, I bet you there were days when somebody said, hey, Lazarus, what was the best part of your day? And he might say, you know what? I lost my job today and it wasn't my fault. I had somebody yell at me, you know, on the camel ride over here and it wasn't my fault. I had people that were just mad at me and I was stuck in traffic. I was, it was, but you know what the best part is? I remembered that I was a corpse in the ground a few months ago and now I'm raised to walk in a new life. And I bet you that when people met Lazarus, they couldn't just be apathetic about God. They couldn't just be apathetic about the way things were in their own life. They couldn't just dwell on, on their problems. Can you imagine going up to Lazarus and saying, you know what, I had a hard day at work today. And he said, hey, it reminds me of the time I was in the grave for four days. And then Jesus raised me to a new life. To be a follower of Christ is to be resurrected like Lazarus, but it is not a life of, of ease. It is a life of purpose. Everyone that meets us should know we have been raised to life. The second resurrection I want to talk about is the reason we're here today. In Luke chapter 24, it says this, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took spices and they that they had prepared, and they went to the tomb. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, they bowed down to the face, their faces to the ground. But the men said, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered to the hands of sinners and crucified and on the third day be raised again. The second re resurrection that I want to talk about, the resurrection of Jesus, is the most important thing that has happened in the history of the world. If it's true, as it says right here, okay, Lazarus was called out by Jesus, but who was Jesus called out by? Jesus was called out by Jesus. He called himself out. Now he died showing that he was a man, but he raised himself showing he was God. You need to understand when we talk about Jesus, we are talking about the resurrection, the living God. And it's the most important thing we can ever decide about. Now, 500 people saw the resurrected Jesus while he was walking on earth, and they made the decision to follow him. 
But since then, millions of people have experienced the resurrection of Jesus, and they have made a decision not to walk in comfort, but to walk in a life to where when people meet us, there is something different. There is a resurrection, a purpose, and it happens because of the power of Jesus's resurrection. I don't think most of us ever truly experience the power of a resurrection. Now, on the surface, you know, we might get a little, we've been to church, we've had good feelings, you've had that, maybe you had that today, but I want to talk to you for just a moment about the power of living a resurrected life because of Jesus, okay? Now, this is what Jesus says, if Jesus were, was able to, to raise himself from the dead, that means that all things are possible. That means whatever you have faced, whatever you are going through in life, if a man raised himself from the dead, proving he was God, that means there is no problem in your life that cannot be resurrected. The, the um, apostle Paul said it like this. He said, the last enemy has been destroyed, death. For he has put everything under his feet. Paul said, if, if Jesus destroyed death itself, there is nothing he can't overcome. So I want you to think about your life. Where do you need a resurrection? Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's a prodigal child. Maybe it's your job. Maybe you have missed experiences that you feel like you will never be able to get back. Now, I can't promise you that Jesus will res resurrect them, but I can promise you he can resurrect them. And I don't say that just because uh, I, I hope in it. I say it because in so many ways, he has done the same for me. Jesus has resurrected my life in so many ways. Now, the third resurrection I want to talk to you about is your resurrection. Now, some of you have experienced a resurrection in your life. And I mean a supernatural, I'm going to live eternal life because I was raised from the grave by Jesus. And if that's you today, I have a clear message for you. I want to challenge you to begin walking like Lazarus walked. You know, for the last year, I've seen many of us walking around in defeat, even those of us in the church that follow Christ, walking around as if Jesus didn't raise us from the dead, as if we don't have eternal hope and there's no problem in our life that God can't resurrect. And so my first challenge is those that have experienced the power of the resurrected Christ in your life. I want to remind you that he is alive. And so as we go from today, every single one of us who has proclaimed faith in Jesus Every time somebody meets us, they should be able to say, man, there's something different. That is a resurrected life there. That is somebody who has encountered death and seen it overcome. And then there are some of you here that maybe you've never really experienced what it's like to have your life raised from the dead, to, to actually know that, that you were down and there was nothing you could say before God, that you were such a sinner or so far. Maybe you had a situation that was, that was so hopeless and, and you're there right now. I want to encourage you to make a decision that I have made and it changed my life, not because I was good, but because God is good. I want to challenge you to put your faith in the resurrection of Jesus to proclaim he is alive and understand there is no situation in your life today in which Jesus can't raise from the grave. You know, some of us here need to take off our grave clothes and quit walking around as if we're dead when we've been raised to life. But then there are some of us who Jesus today is calling you out. 
Jesus is saying, no longer are you going to walk just focused on the, the, the mundane or the little problems, whatever you think you have, but instead today you're going to walk and you're going to understand even death itself has been defeated for you. Jesus rose from the dead, <laughs> proving that he is God and he can do what he said he would do. And he said, you can have everlasting life if you follow him. And so here's what I want you to do. If you are new here today, and maybe you've made a decision, or maybe you're just checking this place out because somebody invited you, I have one step that I want you to take today. I simply want you to begin to get connected to this church or a church. Understand that the way we, we walk with Christ, it isn't a one-time decision that we make a decision in magic where we're, we're, we're living this life. It's something we walk together every single day. And so here's what we're going to do in just a moment. I know most of you came for an egg hunt. We're going to have the egg hunt. It's going to be back there. It's going to be great. And uh, as they get it set up, though, I want to invite y'all, every single new face here, I've got a gift, a gift for you. I've got a little, you see those mugs? I brought a mug for all our new, new faces. If you're new or you've been here a couple of times, I want I wanted to ask you to come and just say hello to me. And if, you're, if we're social distancing, we can fist bump or you can just wave whatever you want. I want you to be comfortable. And I want to give you a mug, and I just want you to, the only thing I'm asking for you is I want you to take that card, and I want you to fill out, I'm new. And all that's going to happen there is I'm going to send you an email. And I'm actually going to send you a few emails. Now, and I just want to begin trying to get you connected to our church. It's, it's not easy to get connected to a church that's not actually meeting every week. Uh, um, and so we're going to work hard to make sure that if you want to walk a resurrected life, we're going to do everything we can to walk with you. This is a church that's a family. This is a church that wants to walk with you no matter what you're going through. And so that's all I'm going to ask for you to do is I want you to, if you want to make a decision today, that's what I want you to do. Now, we are going to have a, a few people down here. We are going to have our elders. I see John over here. Uh, Jeremy's right here. He's an elder. Uh, Phil, where's Phil? All right, Phil over there. And then we'll have some uh, ladies also from our lead team. I'm not sure where they are, where they'll be, but they'll be up here too. If you need prayer, if you want to talk with one of them about what it means to follow Jesus, feel free to do that. Uh, Lynn's right there. Lynn will be down here. I know that. She'll, she'll come at the end of the service. She'll be down here. Um, we want to pray with you. We, want it, we don't want this opportunity to go um, without you having the opportunity to begin a resurrected walk with Jesus. So I'm going to pray right now, and, and I want you to just encourage your heart to remember that Easter is more than an egg hunt. Easter is about a man who walked out of the grave, and there is a supernatural power in this life that we cannot deny. And when we follow Jesus, we are living a resurrected life. You have been called out of the grave. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for giving us a day with no rain. I thank you for giving us a day with clouds to keep the heat away. Lord, I thank you for giving us a day in which we can come with family and friends and enjoy fellowship. But most of all, I thank for you for giving us a new day. I thank you for giving us a day in which we know we can trust you with everything in our life. And there is no problem in our life today that you can't raise from the grave. And Lord, we have hope not just in this life. We have hope in the next because we know a man walked out of the grave. And if you did it for Lazarus, if you did it to yourself, we know you will do it for us. Lord, we thank you for Easter because you walked out of the grave. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.